Last time on Dungeon Master's Test Kitchen. Holy fuck, that's the, that's the captain? Why is the captain's body in the- Okay, shh, 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 um, but valid question. Why is, why is the captain's body in the freezer? Like, as you look down, that purple and, uh, and green flash of, like, when you get shifted kind of swirls around in inside the ice, uh, and then that's how you know it's obviously Karen. Like, it's Asmodeus being like, that. Everybody though that um, Andrew does have four dice over there, so if he feels like changing the fate of one of your scenes, he can. Well, he's got one. So here's okay. So I got a question about how we're doing this. If someone is like, "Hey, we want this to be positive," and they hand over the positive die, yeah. Andrew's like, "Actually, this is negative." Do we keep the positive and the negative die? No, it gets replaced okay. by Andrew's die. Now, okay. There's only five scenes left. Yeah. He has four dice. Andrew has four dice. He may not use them. He may use them if he feels like it. I actually mostly use them to roll and see if it's a positive or negative complication that I add on. I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine, too. I just wanted to remind him he has that power if he decides he wants to use it. It's true. (laughs) Stop helping. (laughs) All right. Tyler, your last scene. Are you resolving or are you setting? I'm going to be resolving it positive. I want to give myself a fighting chance, but... Right, why do you but, want to go positive? You don't want to cancel your dice out. But you want so to you go have, one way. You, have one of you want to go either all the way one way or all the way the other way. Yeah. Negative would be more beneficial to you. Yeah. If you have an big, option. Big numbers are better than small numbers. Small numbers you get by having too many. <gasps> right. I was, sorry, I was still thinking positive negatives versus yeah. mental, Stamina. physical. Yeah. 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 Or whatever you want yeah, to okay. call it. Are you going negative then? Negative result. You were ending your scene negatively. Yes, I decided to do that. Uh, okay. DM smiled. What, what day... Is this last scene of his? I think I don't, I don't know what day it is, but I think it should be the encounter with. I won't remember his damn name now. I think I think Resolve he should be people? framed for the murder now. I think he's now under investigation for Can conspiring to frame Griswold. That's the right. Sure. Name. Yeah. So yeah, I was thinking just encounter with Griswold to resolve that. So that could My, be part of it. Griswold could right, be a secondary encounter. You. So like we run well, into him after you the escaped fact. Griswold. Yeah. yeah. And then haven't seen him for a few days, right? Yeah, at least um, we escaped that. So that was like the 13th night. 14th went by. We're on the 14th. The captain's back. And then we're on like, so that's two days since I last Captain is still technically in the brig yeah. at the moment. Yeah, 15th or 16th would be the captain wherever. Well, we haven't picked the date yet. yet. So what day do we <clears> want to do this? Do we want to do it like following where we are currently right now? Do we put it further ahead? Like how long do you think you managed to evade Griswold? No, I, you might have just left me there thinking that I was gone. I just untied myself. And, All right, we'll say day 15. Grizzle and Clark. <laughs> so anyone have anyone else, anything else you want to add to this? It's going to happen negatively, so let me know what, how that's going to happen. Well, right. you, you kind of decide more how it ends up yeah. negatively. So. I think that uh, if if Griswold figures out that he was trying to frame... If Marco Clarko was trying to frame Griswold for the murder, that then he might extrapolate that not only did you conspire 
and help with the murder of the captain, the first the, the commanding, commanding officer. officer, um, that perhaps you're also responsible for Carlita's disappearance, which might help um, Dom talk Billy Joe into developing a conscience. Okay. Okay. That works. That's a, that's a, good That's call, a lot. Actually. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. Looks like Amanda is the voice of Griswold in this scene. <laughs> Oh, you get to do a new voice. Why do I have to be the voice of Chris? You have you have a you have his mental goal (laughs) in mind. Okay, okay. Uh, (laughs) What did Chris sound like before? He didn't really have a regular dude. Yeah, he was a regular dude. He sounded like Andrew, and now he sounds like you. Yeah. Talk for a bit so I can figure out how to do your voice. A E I O U. A E I O U. You know what? Southern. Why not? So, where do we run into him? Where does he corner you, I guess? I guess, yeah. Where does he... I can be cornered. Oh, do you corner him in, like, his Griswold, quarters? No, Griswold uh, finds you in the cafeteria with a large audience. Ooh. A large audience? It's, it's breakfast time, and he's finally put together enough evidence, and he, he comes to you, and he says, Security officer, um, may I borrow your handcuffs? I must make a citizen's arrest. Wait, he's coming to me to ask me for the handcuffs. Yep. Yeah. He's an engineer. <laughs> and everyone's watching right now. This is true. Well, surely, if you're going to perform a citizen arrest, then I, I should help? Absolutely. Give me your handcuffs. Well, I'll leave you to who needs to be arrested. Handcuffs. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how police He's not a police officer. He's true. a citizen. He is a citizen. He's just an engineer who was fucking with AV tech. <laughs> he's he's the classic nerd. <laughs> and everyone's watching us in the whisper of this encounter of stalemates going on. <laughs> what is this going? What is happening? But I don't understand why you need the handcuffs from me. You're the only security officer on board. Yeah, and Clark's been I feel like this ship's got some serious problems now. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, Marco, Clarko reaches down, picks up the handcuffs from his belt. How many of us are around? You could be present in if the room. If you want to be it's here, the yeah, every, everybody's there. Everybody should be here. Oh, you know, whoever comes here at their time, you know. Yeah. Actually, the only one that probably wouldn't be because she's early for work is likely BJ. Yeah, but Billy Joe uh, definitely slept in a little bit this morning and is is present. Is present. She figures nice. that one. Thank one God late you make day. a voice for her because we would get so confused. <laughs> all right, so okay. Well, I guess yeah. If we're all there. Then Janet's like, I think Janet was originally in line with uh, Clark, and when Bruce um, Griswold came up, she just kind of carried on, got her tray, and is kind of like standing by their normal table and watching this happen. <laughs> I think. Seeing this opportunity and knowing that your scene is resolving positively. No, negatively. Oh, it's negatively. Negatively. Right. Well, there goes that idea. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, Marco sort of reaches down and he picks up the handcuffs. You, why do you still need this? Griswold grabs them from you <laughs> and slaps one handcuff on you. And then... Uh, Marco puts his other hand up in the air. Slaps the other handcuff onto himself and says, "Uh, (laughs) I am putting you under citizen's arrest for the uh, disappearance of Carlita and the conspiracy to murder the captain officer... Commander. Commander... Captain officer. Captain officer commander orifice of the ship. (laughs) 
So Jan's uh, looking over at Greg. What's Greg doing? Uh, Greg's like digging into his meal. <laughs> just not even looking, just like, no. And Leo's like, he, he just kind of looks at Janet and is like, eat your food, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> and then she looks over at Billy Joe and she's like, uh, and Dom's having a similar argument with Billy Joe in her head where Dom's like, no, like, Marco can't go down for this. You, in her head, Dom's like, Marco can't go down for this. You, you did this. Like, you, you need to, you, so help me, I will find a way to make your life miserable if you don't, if you don't help Clark out of this. And Billy Joe in Dom's head's like, nothing I can do about it, sweetheart. I just, uh, I, I, I just, I'm not going down for this. This seems like a real great opportunity for me to get away with murder. And, uh, I have no, and, uh, Dom is going to open up her teapot and put Billy Joe's hand <laughs> into the teapot. <laughs> and... Uh, Billy Joe. Billy so Joe's. everyone's just watching you. <laughs> well, no one's watching this guy, but Janet's that. watching this happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just like, and um, <laughs> Billy Joe's gonna stand her body up and say, "All right, all right, Griswold, that's enough of that. Uh, I have an announcement to make. Uh, it, it, this, this is my fault, and uh, I don't, I don't know what happened to the commanding officer, and you can see that." He's up and walking around again, so I don't know that much more investigation needs to happen with that. He seems perfectly fine and nothing's out of the ordinary there. <laughs> and, um, see, uh, it, it, it was I who got into a little bit of a spit spat with Carlita, and it's my fault that she's no longer with us, so you can, you can let this fine security man go. This is fine. Keep running with yeah. it. I have a way. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark was just like, yeah, yeah, uh, listen to Billy Joe. Billy! It's uh, both names are one name, so it is Billy Joe. It is Billy Joe. It's my first name. It's Billy Joe, but like, uh, wh- whichever. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marco's trying to fumble for the keys for the handcuffs. It's like, look that way! And how's Griswold reacting to this? Uh, right. I'm also Griswold. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> Griswold's a little crestfallen that his first foray into security isn't going so great, and uh, but he see he saw him there for the murder. Yeah, he he watched for the footage of yeah yeah yes. yes, and so he's a little. Uh, I I don't know why you're standing up for this murderer, but um, uh, we can definitely look into your involvement with Carlita later. I. Just, I don't think that that changes the fact that uh, Clark here was involved in in some shady business that that led to the murder of our commanding officer. I still think this stands. So when Griswold she... would have also seen though, Leo was the one that actually killed the commanding officer. Technically, yeah. yeah. So, but he tried to frame him. Yes. Yeah. True. So while he so was talking there, there's only one pair of handcuffs yeah. at the moment. When he's talking to him, he gets the handcuffs off and proceeds to start running. <laughs> Griswold okay. does, or Marco you... does. As uh, as you reach into the hallway, uh, you run face first into the chest of commanding officer Sergei Belishnikov. And realize that you cannot turn into a horse. <laughs> um, he, as you look up, he his face is bloody. Uh, like, like his, uh, his mouth is dripping blood. Okay. Um, and his eyes are a mixture of that, uh, that black and purple that you guys have noticed in the Zappany. 
and he looks down at you, and... Uh, and I look up. <laughs> the tender moment. Yeah, no. it's a tender moment. Uh, there's a bird flings by. He now, touches your cheek, and you drop dead. <laughs> he, uh... As you look behind him, because presumably you'd look around yeah. and go, holy shit, what the fuck? Oh, hi there, Sherry. Uh, there is bodies strewn across behind him uh, with their necks ripped out. Oh. And... Necks or throats? Throats, sorry. And, uh, and he goes and reaches towards you. Um, I duck down and grab his legs. He can't turn into a duck either. <laughs> <laughs> and try to pull this way or towards <laughs> me to try to pull his legs up from underneath him. Okay. Uh, so you grab his legs and pull and, uh, yeah, he goes down. And as he kind of hits the, the ground, he kind of just turns into a mush. Yeah. And uh, That's atypical behavior like, for what kind of a mush? Like, like a pad of paper out in the rain kind of mush? Or like... Like a jello being you've... thrown out of a... Like a jello being dropped off a table. Okay, so more of like a, a splat. Yeah, splat. Like a gelatinous cube. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It maintains some shape, but, but part of it's also across the floor now. Yeah. Not like magic mud. <clears throat> Correct. Okay. Um... And, uh, yeah, he hits and splats, and you have a second to get away, um, but he starts reforming. Okay, so I turn around, so I imagine, like, cafeteria, hard right, right into Sergei, come out, run back. Also look, Sergei. Sergei, sorry, Sergei. Yeah, Sergei, run back, and say, <laughs> yell, shout into the cafeteria, it wasn't me, but he's back, and run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so the captain star or the commanding officer starts to reform. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, and it kind of like gets up uh, onto its knee as like he's reforming like the T one thousand almost. Yeah, okay. more like you guys. Have, if you guys ever played League of Legends and noticed that big gelatinous, yeah, Jack, where he kind of like yeah climbs to do back together. Yep, yep. Um, he kind of gets that, and then he kind of like gets on his knee, and he's getting up as more bits are going into him. Um, and have you guys ever played the XCOM games? Yep. So, you know a faceless one? Oh, yep. It's kind of like that, which is like a man shape that's way taller than it should be, that's just like folds of fat, and it kind of forms together, and like his face is like droopy, and it looks like, like a wax figure is being melted. Um, and he stands up into that form, and uh, and in the one word that it says, it uh, it yells Karen. This is how, does it, how does it yeah. get, how does it yell that? What does that sound like? It was Karen. Okay, is that what we're ending that scene? Yeah. All right, I guess it's my scene now. Okay, um, I'm going to establish. I'm going to say that it's like right after this happens. So you're in the. I'm in the cafeteria, and right. then I hear Clark yelling the. So he gets back and then running away. And, um, you know, Janet's kind of like instincts of wanting to go help out, like her partner in crime. She decides to run out into the hallway. Um, you're just setting the scene, correct? Yes. Okay. So as you get out there, the the big glob is uh, is kind of going, turning, about to turn into the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a panic that happens, and everybody kind of like sees this monster and then kind of rips out of the other entrances into the cat. Mm-hmm. And as as you kind of pop out and look over, uh, 
it doesn't really register you until everybody else is already starting to run away, and then it's like, oh shit, I'm being looked at, and then it just it uh, turns its gaze to you. Okay. Um, am I able to like run past it out the door? How many gaze does it have? I don't know. He's got a gazer beam. <laughs> well, there's at least two in the area. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're gonna run past it? Yeah. Not away from it? Nope. She's gonna try to run past it. Is the implication that it is Karen or that it wants Karen? All it says is, all we know is it said Karen. Mm-hmm. What is that implication to you? What does that imply to you? <laughs> what is that implication to you? It sounds like you're like, what's it to you, huh? <laughs> that is, that is why. <laughs> Um, so you run, you try and run past it, and uh, the negative just takes a little bit of fear, so. Um, you slip you, on the blood? <laughs> yeah, you slip on the blood, and you kind of, like, face, like, kind of rock star slide underneath it as it as it reaches down and, like, grabs your shoulder, and, like, it pierces into your shoulder, like, pretty, pretty seriously. So this is going to end. Thanks. And it's, it's <laughs> nothing but roses from here on out. How much do we, yeah, we just only have... Yeah, now we only have positives left. All right, well, I guess we Which is actually not a bad thing to say. Except for the last one. The last one. Oh, oh God, yeah, that's mine. That's yours. Yay. That go either way. Like me. Yay. <laughs> it's appropriate. So. All right, so, um, so wait, now he's, like, piercing me through the shoulder? Yeah. Okay, um, Janet, Janet, Janet's gonna try to, like, roll out of it if she can. Like she's in like pure like flight mode right now, and just he's just trying to get away as fast. Yeah, you are able to get away from it. Nice. Um, so it it appears to you. You roll away, and it, it hands comes loose, and and you see it's chain. The hand uh, that hit your blood is changing into like a black, hmm. um, as opposed to like the flabs of fat. Mm-hmm. It's turning into like. So my hands starting to go black. Ch- no, its hands are starting to turn black, oh. like a charcoal kind of thing. Um, so the, this is the hand that stabbed me. It's yeah. starting to go black. Okay. And it's slowly creeping up the arm. Interesting. What do you do? Um, if I if I look through the doorway, is Billy Joe still in that chair? Is she? She sure is. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> BJ, I think we need to get to the biopod now. Coming. She's just gonna start bucking towards the biopod. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's there are two ways you can get there. You can go behind him like you already are, or you can go around him if you want it. Or you want to go through him. Sorry, what? Do you want to go through the big bad monster? No. Or do you want to go around it? Around? Okay, then yeah. Um, you reach the biopod, and uh, the monster kind of charges into the cafeteria, and starts ripping everyone apart. Oh. And uh, What day is this? this is day 15. 15. <laughs> now you are in the cafeteria, unless you ran. Well, I was going to um, sneak out and make sure that uh, Carlita's body was properly disposed of and hidden. So I guess when Jack gets to the biopod, you'll be there. But, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, but that didn't seem to need to happen so much because of the way that... Things have gone the shitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably, I think I left. Okay. Yeah, and same with Trip. Trip had, uh, had some ideas as to how to kind of help with the situation. Okay. So, yeah, so Jack's running towards the biopod. I yeah, guess I'd probably get there first since... Yeah, you um, reach, and then I, like a minute or two later, uh, BJ comes and squeezes by you, and un- you guys... Un- unlocks the door. Yeah, actually, unlocks the door, and you guys kind of like... And she's like, is it, is it following you? Is he, it, where, where, where did it go? Well, how would I know? Did you see it when, when you left? When I left where? I just did the running. Well, hopefully, then it doesn't like doors of security. Okay. Nope. So we're in the biopod, what we see? By the scene, no. Oh, no, um, you, you, it's your scene. 
Yeah. Part of fiasco, you lay it out. Yeah, I'm mean, aware. We're, we're asking him. Well, I guess we're asking him with the biopod because he's kind of fine with I guess, yeah. The biopod is carrying the two bodies and uh, and that water that had smashed, uh, showing the abyssal symbol for danger. Okay, and so uh, yeah, to the point, Karen said, "If that's Karen, then that thing out there that can't be. What is it? What do you think it is?" I mean, um, no expert, but it might be an Alaskan, an Arctic eel. <laughs> <laughs> Alaskan, an Alaskan, Alaskan Arctic eel. Antarctic eel. <laughs> I, I forgot Alaska, Arctic. Alaska, Arctic. I forgot where we were. Arctic <laughs> eel. This is the real reason the commanding officer didn't want you as part of like, the biology team. <laughs> You're just not good at biology. <laughs> so, um, Jen, she's good at biology, not, not geography. It's dumb talking. <laughs> so, Jenna's gonna be like, okay, you should probably figure out how to get him up and running because this is gonna get bad quickly. I'm gonna. She's like, oh god, you. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go distract that thing. And Janet runs out the door. Best of luck to you. <laughs> I think we're getting a scene there that she's going to try and go distract the monster. Sure. That seems an awful lot of negative, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Trip is going to set up the scene <laughs> as everyone is sort of dispersing. So is he. Um, and Greg is kind of like in the back of in the back of his head. Trip is kind of in control. He's like, we need to get out of here. We need to figure out a way to like... And he, he stops. He's like, oh, I guess... We just need to figure out a way to get most of us off, or some of us off, uh, out. <laughs> um, by the way, by default, the scene does end as positive. Um, and he is going to... I'm going to assume that there would be an area where we would keep exploration vehicles. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, for like whatever we need to do to kind of... For exploring. Go, for exploring. Doing science stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Trip is going to head to... Uh, I would assume probably engineering area. Sure. Um, probably the most uh, capable people of maintaining uh, any sort of machines. And kind of just kind of get things ready and start opening up whatever whatever doors need to be opened up. So, um, that said. Like metaphorical doors? All of them. You doors. guys do realize you're like on a ship, right? Yeah. Are we docked? No, no, we're, I, 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 I assume that's right. You are drilling, in the ice. So we're, we yeah. would be docked. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're an icebreaker out there in the... Yeah. Yeah, north somewhere. So, so yeah, if we're docked, it would probably have to be raising these machines. Do you go deck. far enough north? You end up said north by north south. No, that's not true. Actually, no, you go far. You keep going north, and if you kept going in the same direction, you'd end up on the south. Yeah, but once you hit the north pole, you're no longer going north. This is true. Sorry. Anyways, you were saying. So yeah, I would assume Janet's the geographer. <laughs> uh, I would assume based on. Um, the fact that if we're on a giant icebreaker, we would probably have a lift to bring these things up onto the main deck to drive off. Instead of like a giant hatch in the side of the boat. Hear me out. Helicopter. Or the lift that was used for... Yeah, you do have the crane ice. that you used. You have the crane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one we've <laughs> decided already exists. True. Okay. But whatever you guys want to try and make can happen. Mm, okay. So Trip's thought is we're going to use the crane to try and haul off one of the vehicles. One of the vehicles. Rovers. Yeah. To one, guess one of the rovers to to escape. Where are we docked? You're not docked. You're in the middle of the ice. You just parked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, you went like two days ago. You had Doug Karen out of the ice. 
mm-hmm. in like a big ass glacier or whatever. And then you started moving towards civilization again yes. to do your science. Uh, but I guess I'm doing this alone and nobody really knows where I'm going to be at. Unless you grab some to come with you. Well, you two are... Well, I, yeah. I guess We're the only person fine. who's really available is Leah. Alright. <laughs> He's really available. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So I'll grab... Uh, I'll you get do Leo. need two people to yeah. run. Like the vehicle and the and the crane. True. I will uh, I will have to ask for Leo's assistance. Okay. And this resolves positively for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys how, get remarried. How positively? <laughs> hey. uh, positively enough that we have a vehicle to escape on. Alright. Um, come to my... Can you find me or... Well, I guess we were both kind of in the cafeteria area when everything was going down. So this is just following that? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so okay. I'd be like, Leo, we need to figure out a way to get the hell out of here. And I think I have an idea. Uh, we're going to try and use this crane to grab one of the rovers. We're going to have to find everybody else, but we'll get everybody together, the rover, and we'll get the hell out of here. Seems to be the best idea. I don't know where everyone else is, but we're going to need Karen too. Um, but for now, this is my idea. This is my thought. Secure uh, vehicle to get the hell out. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, so we fucking run off and go do the thing. Yeah, <laughs> do we get the? So there's like some kind of bay. Yeah, vehicles. So I would, I would assume this thing's an aircraft carrier now in my head. <laughs> it was big. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so I would assume like kind of like a central area um, where like kind of in the uh, icebreaker. That you have the vehicles kind of stationed in, in the hold, of, yeah in the hold with a yeah little, you yeah, drop them up in the ice or you drop the crane in and latch them up and yeah. go. Um, so yeah, I uh, I kind of give Leo the heads up. Okay, well I'm going to need you in the uh, in the hold to is that what we're calling it now? Mm-hmm. And he just mm-hmm. stops. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> this is Andrew just rolled double sixes. How are you? Good. <laughs> um, I'm going to need you in the hold. Why I get the crane over to strap up this vehicle. Ooh, you're going to get a strap on. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crane's going to reach around? The crane is definitely going to reach around. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so a new kind of sex swing? <laughs> so only, only the most advanced kind of sex swing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very expensive sex swing. So you're going to go strap the vehicle in? No, you are going I'm to strap, go strap the vehicle in. He's mostly for research purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move the crane over in your direction. Right. Uh, <laughs> over in his direction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. We're, we're going to dock. That's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this up. <laughs> uh, and we're going to need you to, like I said, strap up those, uh, strap up that vehicle. Mm-hmm. We should be good to go. Kay. And Greg runs off. Greg is able to get to the... Um, to the crane, no problem. Okay. But he does notice that in the vehicle bay, the monster is there. And at, from your like perspective of the crane, you yeah. can see like the vehicles are all split up. And then you see Leo running the one way and then the monster coming on. Inter- so you can see both of us, but I can't see the monster. Yes, because there's vehicles and shit. All right. Um... Do you notify me about that? <laughs> How would we notify? Do we have we just yell. Would Janet yeah, have showed up by now? Uh, you're, you're really uh, well, I was, afterwards I ran to find the monster. She went out to distract the monster. monster, yeah. Yes. Janet does and So you see Janet coming in from like the north end, Leo coming in from the south end, and from the east end, the monster's coming in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so you're now playing Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> the two so you can yell directions out to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna yell out assuming I mean I'm assuming that I take I think it's all open. Yeah. Uh Leo, uh monster coming uh thing captain commander uh coming in from the east. Commanding officer. <laughs> <laughs> right, the thing that's going to fucking kill you from the east. We're on a boat which way is east right now. Good call. <laughs> um, so you guys were in the be starboard would be <laughs> starboard. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, to the to the starboard. Sure, that's to right. Your... That's right. Yeah, that's to the boats, right? To the boats, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's over there. It's kind of looking like it's going through the vehicles. The vehicle that I need to get to. Well, I mean, there's multiple vehicles. Choose one. Okay. I go, um... I go hard to port. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, and find a vehicle as far away from where I think the monster might be. So Janet sees the monster approaching them. She sees Greg. She sees Leo. And um, is there like a bottle? Like a bottle of water kicking around somewhere? Well, there's pressurized oxygen, but no water. That's not the same. You got me hydrogen <laughs> you got to some oxygen together. <laughs> Because you're in like a you're in like a garage. Yeah, I know, but be, I figured like maybe a mechanic con- left like a bottle of water somewhere. There's something sitting in a car in one of the like armholes or something. No. Okay. So so there's oxygen. You said. Yeah. There's like there's like uh, pneumatic uh, tools available. Okay, but there's like oxygen or CO2 canisters or something. Yeah. She's gonna grab one of those and she's gonna like knock it against the vehicle, try and crack off a bit of the hand the handle so it starts spurting out. You do you know how quickly those things become dangerous when you crack She's them? a chemist, so I'm I'm assuming she knows how to. She wants to like crack it enough <laughs> just so it starts spitting out like that smoke you stuff. Could, you could just open it up. Yeah, that works too. She does that though. <laughs> okay, you're gonna do that instead. Yeah, she probably knows how to save it better than I do. Alright, then I won't take that roll into account. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gonna like then like kick it across towards where the monsters are trying to distract it. Hey, ugly! Take a look at this. It works. So it, uh, it rolls across and like it starts uh, shooting some of the, the gas out, and it kind of like shifts over, and the monster kind of looks at it, um, but it doesn't seem to like it doesn't shoot off like a rocket mm-hmm. or anything. It just like it looks at it for a second and takes like three steps towards it, and then it looks up and sees you, and it continues taking steps, and it starts to charge. It starts to like gather speed to charge at you. Okay, she's like, I hope you guys have a plan, and then she runs the other way and tries to get away. Yeah, um, as you saw, the up to the elbow or just above the elbow of the monster is now that charcoal black, mm-hmm. um, and it chases after you. Uh, you get in. You can get near you as in Jeff uh, or Leo seeing this podcast. Um, <laughs> Way to keep it together there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably um, got like three names each, so <laughs> go on. <laughs> so you're you find like a, a four by like a little four wheeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also find like a like a like a military truck kind of thing that has a bunch of supplies in the back, but the keys aren't near the near it. Um, and you find like a crane, like a like a bobcat. Uh, the bobcat's not going to be big enough for those five or six of us. Um, but a caterpillar. You could also recreate the scenes from Million. Sort of. I guess it's not your scene, yeah. Um, what was the first one? Like a little, oh, four, by little four. four wheeler. Um, I mean, I think the military truck's probably the best. I'm going to check the uh, the visor to see if there's keys. Nope. Um, okay. I feel like Marlo might have knowledge of how to follow her. Leo or even know, or know where the keys are at the very least. Well, Leo might know where the keys are. Mm. Um, all right, but you're being chased by a thing. Yeah, I distracted the monster away from you guys. So you guys could figure something out. Right. I'm just gonna yell up like, "No keys!" Leo's in your head, being like, 
wheel. I check the wheel? Yeah, so on the front driver's side wheel, there's a set of keys that... You mean on the wheel? Like, oh, like, like on the, on the like, yeah, tire. Yeah. It's, oh. Like it's a team thing. I'm thinking like on the, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like on the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, Seriously yeah. balanced. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like on the. Oh. Yeah. All right. Like found the keys. <laughs> uh, great. Okay. Um, so you need to get the crane in the right place. Yeah, I'm going to get the so crane. He's going <laughs> to like get the crane in and low. Give me a number. Actually, roll a number. Roll one of your dice. All right. I got a six. At level at stage six of negative winning, uh, the monster reaches and kills you. What? That's one win on the monster. Okay. So you have a couple more. Oh, so I get I get five I get five more hits. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Okay, I've got five HP this out of six. It's a taste scenario. Okay. Um, what do you do, Mister uh, Trip slash Greg slash Nathan? Can I see the monster chasing her at this point, or they exit the room? You should be able to see. You're able to see it. You take nothing. Thanks. You gotta get that crane over to me. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that crane like to just above the. Is there any fire extinguisher? Let's find out. <laughs> you did not take another hit, Thank God. and yes, there is. <clears throat> Every time he rolls, there's a chance I'm gonna die. By the way. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. So, so, six, so the crane is the at this point. I've positioned the crane to be just above the uh, the truck. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it all strapped in so that you can start lifting the truck out um, onto the ice. Um. Yeah, Trip is gonna be like, maybe you guys should get in the fucking car and then we can pull you out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but like, but does Janet hear this? Yes, she does. <laughs> in the midst of getting smacked, she hears this. <laughs> Do I take a ton of damage? No, okay. you only took. You're I still only. Hear her oh. getting smacked. <laughs> God damn it, guys. Yes, you do. All right, I'm going Does to... she get smacked again? Oh, stop. Yes, but it doesn't do any damage because positives outweighed. Um, I'm going to grab a fire extinguisher off the wall and run over and try to beat the insurgents with it again. Is <laughs> <laughs> only a fire extinguisher now? Yeah. Um, okay, so you. I don't need to kill him, I just need to stop him and like immobilize him so that Janet and I can get away into the, the truck. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you grab the fire extinguisher and you just run over and he's taller than you. You have to climb something to get up there. You, you climb up and you're just like, clunk. Does Janet fall in love with you, Leo, now that you've saved her Take life? Take a hit. We're going to be a happy trouble if I live. <laughs> um, it does resolve but, well for Trip. For Trip. <laughs> Not for you two. But you, you, like... His goal was to get the thing on the ice. Yeah. That will But that doesn't get you on the ice. No, his goal was to get the thing on the ice. No, but the crane is high. Right. I'm out of the... You're not in danger. I'm not in danger, yeah. Alright. So, uh, it didn't seem to have... Like, it clunked it, and then it kind of looked back at you. Roll your die. Which one? Either one. Another six. So you'll get hit as well if uh, if I roll a negative six. Does that mean he also gets six HP? Take a hit. Take a hit. Yeah. Well, I'm down to two hits left, by the way. You're down. You've got five, five left. We, we're, uh, so yeah, you, did, you, you were able to immobilize the guy to get him, her you away? You clunked him, but he wasn't really, like, stunned. But you guys can get, like, a moment where you can sneak out and... We take and that moment and sneak out can and... We, I can do. Get, try to get into that truck. Okay. Well, I, I've already been in the truck, so we know we can get into the truck. 
Are you already lifting the said truck? Or are you I am. For them? As soon as I see that they get in, I start lifting. Okay. Did you leave the door open? Well, like I didn't lock it. Okay. Well, has, okay. So. Uh, so yeah, you're able to get on the on the the truck going up, and and the monster kind of like recovers from the the fire extinguisher and kind of looks up at you guys. And in that moment of like just going like where you're within ten feet of the ground, it takes another swipe at the uh, engine and misses the engine, but hits Janet <laughs> and you actually. It actually hits both of you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it smacks and reaches. Uh, it catches both of you a little bit, and, uh, but you're able to. It can't reach again after that, and you guys are in the truck being lifted on the onto the ice. We did it. Jim, it's going like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now we gotta worry about you. Okay, well, you well no, you, got, you get us on the ice, and that's the end of your scene, isn't it? Yep, yeah. yeah. Yep, that's the end of No, but I just mean, yeah. that, like, now we're on the ice. Well, now it's your scene. Where's Karen at this point? Do we, He's still in the biopod. Bio Nobody bio has said we, anything. Do we care about Karen? Yeah, well, I think not. Karen's our way out, though. Yeah. You want to get back to your wife, you need to get, we need to get Karen. Welcome back to DM's Test Kitchen and our 26th episode, the end of Act 2 and of Fiasco. So technically this is our Season 2 season finale. Thanks for sticking with us. As always, thanks so much for listening. And if you want to keep up to date on everything DMTK, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And check out dmstestkitchen.com to find out more about what we're doing, get your hands on information about the systems we're playing, and more. As always, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Libris Arcana. For all your dice needs, including monthly subscriptions and more, go check them out. If you'd like to help support us, visit dmstestkitchen.com and click the donate button, buy a shout out, or check out our merch store. We appreciate all kinds of support, little or small, but one of the best things that you can do for us is share us. Tell people about us and tweet about us using the DMTK hashtag. We'd also like to ask you to review us on iTunes if you have a chance. Those little stars and the words you say help us get seen. Our next episode is going to be out on July 11th. Uh, as always, don't forget about our second channel, DMTK Chef's Night, if you haven't already checked it out. And if you're interested in playing with us, that's the place to start. That's all for this week. I'll let you back to the main course. Alright, this is going to be maybe a stretch, but i got a plan. Uh, Monsters in the Bay. Um, There's the title. We're... This is like an icebreaker kind of thing, yeah. right? So it's just kind of like wedged in to the ice. Yeah, it's slowly moving. The engines haven't stopped yet, but it's not. It's right. not still. So we've we're in some sort of ATV type thing that that can handle the ice. What's a military vehicle? Is it called big military vehicles? Yeah. yeah. I want to basically drive around the boat. I'm gonna get uh, Janet to man the radio okay. and communicate to Greg. Um, like a point that everyone can like jump off the back of the boat and will like be near there to like, like or off the side of the boat basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. We're on the starboard side? Everybody, you mean our group or everybody on the boat? Everybody, our group. Okay. We don't care about these people. <laughs> this is a universe that might not even exist as far as we're concerned. Okay. So yeah. So, okay, so Janet coughs up some blood because <laughs> of the radio. Like, Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, he got the jeep down here, we're good, uh, and, uh, so what Leo's saying is, if you get everybody to get to the starboard side of the boat and, and, like, get off there, we'll pick you guys up. Okay, that, that seems reasonable. Yeah, no, I think we can figure that out. Uh, good. Cool. 
sooner that you do this would be the better, because I'm seeing two of Leo right now, and I'd rather not even see one. Where are... <laughs> where are you hit? right. She's scared of him. Scared of him and bleeding to death. <laughs> oh, I got at least one, like, big puncture wound through my shoulder. I don't know where else he's been hitting me. Wherever you think would be appropriate. Appropriate enough for me to still be conscious. You're not dying, but you're... I'm one point away from... I get one more hit, I'll die. So I'm yeah. borderline dying. Yeah. But you're not in... Unless you get hit again, you're not going to die. You're stable. You're, not you're, likely. You're stable. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah she's not, not two out. failed death saves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, we've got some medical equipment in the back. Yeah. So um, I'm going to just drive a little bit away, a safe distance away from the side of the boat so that it's not problematic. Stop. Get some medical equipment. Patch you up a little bit. Um, slightly roughly because I'm, you know. You don't know that? Uh, no, no, because no, because, because I I still think ex. that you were stealing my ass. <laughs> oh, okay. um, um, but I don't, also don't necessarily want you to die. Um, Confl- uh, conflicting uh, yeah. priorities. And then uh, and then hopefully drive around and uh, Greg, you got too many names. Uh, well, I'm like Nathan. No, Trip. No, Greg um, is hopefully rounding people up. Maybe on radio. Maybe. Yeah, so the way I the way I was kind of envisioning it was extending the crane out as far as it can go and like lowering it to the ice on the other side of the ship. So uh, you're like can, anchoring? Yeah, more or less. So we have something to kind of jump onto. Because jumping down. off the top of the deck yeah, onto the ice. Yeah. yeah. So we have the crane <laughs> to use to like repel down. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's just us because it's just us in the vehicle right now. So it's just, I guess, we can try and have a reconciliation moment. Okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess you're not that bad after all. <laughs> Thanks for helping with that, that thing. I, I I really just want to get out of here and get into whatever the next thing is and get this person that's in my brain out of my brain and, like, I don't know what's going on. I think we just need to get away from here. <laughs> Start new. Burn everything behind us. <laughs> We're a big fan of this plan. Let's Let's do that. Alright, well, I guess we're in position. I'm gonna take yep. one yep. of the two remaining positive okay. dice. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, Amanda, do you want to establish a result? Or I would like my scene to end positively. Cap? Probably a good <laughs> I think that's the only option we have right now. So. Well, no, it's a wild card. So oh, it is. Yeah, the right, way this scene okay. can play is going be wild. Right. But I She's also stacking her four positive. dice. Yeah. Alright, so, um, you're in the biopod. I think. Clark has just shown up. Why's Clark shown up? Because he ran I'm away. Running around. We don't know where to he the went. the biopod? We don't know where he went. Okay. He ran off. And... All right. Cafeteria All right. time. All right. He knows that's where Karen is, so maybe. Because he, he heard yes. the guy say Karen, so. Well, we've all been communicating. Have we? Yeah. Because yeah. remember, he was like trying to throw off the murder scent and stuff because he was doing fake, fake investigations. No, I just don't know that Dom's been communicating with him because Billy Joe and him had that thing, but. Well. Okay. Um, you've, you've yeah, Jan- Janet, Janet's okay. been talking. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's where it is. And Clark runs in. Just, actually, sorry, more setting for how this plays out. No, it's fine. You, you hey, guys, you... you okay. Oh, hey there. It's just you two. No, no just you. It's just Billy Joe. It's just you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, we... we where's, where's everybody else? Thinking about it. I ran, but, like... I know as much as you do, ice cream sandwich thief. <laughs> or I guess, yeah, and this, um... Right. Uh, yeah, at, at, <laughs> this, at, this, point, at this point, as you guys are having your awkward uh, little conversation, uh, you trip 
kind of while Greg walks through the door and he's like, yeah, guys, um, can we resolve this somewhere else? We need to grab Karen and we got a truck waiting off boat. We need to get the fuck out of here. Hi. You can add, you can roll them and decide a complication, either positive or negative on whatever part of the scene that you'd like. So Andrew has just handed us his dice. Yeah, uh, Kayla, and Kayla and I both now have the fate-twisting dice. <laughs> yeah, they okay. both have a positive and a negative, and if they if they use them, they'll have to use them both and take the larger number. Oh, gosh. Okay, as for complications that occur, so... Does, do those dice then get added to their no. final dice Those roll? will come back to me yeah. and not... With they, all, they all have a fashion dice for them. But they will... They this will is how he's been doing it the whole time. Yeah, they will fuck with you guys. And that's the important part. Or <laughs> benefit you, potentially. Or benefit, depending on how the dice roll. Anti-fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to establish anything with the current state with Karen? Uh, well, Karen was put into the fridge, if I remember right. Yep. yep. So he's kind of frozen and unable to communicate at the moment. Dom, uh, Billy Joe Dom's gonna... <laughs> Crab Karen from the fridge because they gotta go. So as uh, as you grab uh, as you grab him and like the the skull and everything like that, um, you can feel the water try and like try and move, and you can see mm-hmm. it trying to swirl, mm-hmm. um, but it's still too cold to actually do anything. Um, but yeah, he's it's obvious that he's trying to like adjust. She's gonna grab a hot plate on the way up. Do those work mobile? Okay. And wait a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we might be able to do that in the Humvee. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve load adapter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you grab a hot plate, you grab him, and uh, as you grab both, his skull kind of just falls because you don't have enough hands and, for yeah, Marco. Then... Just sort of dips down, pick it up. Okay. Do you guys gonna start trying to head out to the boat? You were booking it. Okay. Alright, I'll, I'll see what happens. Oh, that's a six and negative. <laughs> so you guys exit the biopod and uh, Commander Monster's there. Um, can we turn around and run the other direction? And back into the biopod? Which is a dead end? That's it. How did... Okay. How'd you get clearance? <laughs> <laughs> actually, the, the only thing that requires clearance is, like, actually into the biopod. Yeah, where you in the lab noise. outside, yeah. like in the in the containment zone outside of the everyone biopod. can get into my lab. No, wait, I no, didn't know the general lab general is workspace. in the biopod, and then like there's a communal lab outside mm. that others have to do a bunch of shit. With. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you guys see the uh, monster thing just kind of lurking just on the other side of the lab. And it's kind of like walked in the hallway. You can see this walking people. Marco like hits the floor. <sighs> Dom's gonna set up the boilerplate and see if she can't get Karen to be helpful. It kicks in almost immediately. And uh, and it's as you put him on and and you see the monster kind of just go around and, the corner. And she takes the skull back from uh, from Clark and puts it back on top of the beaker. Okay. Uh, the water starts to swirl just like it did before. And uh, his skull kind of twitches and looks towards you. Um... And he, uh, you can hear something in your head, but it's like, it's just gibberish. Like, you can't understand what he's saying, but it is his voice. But he just seems, like, dazed. Wait a minute. Why is his body and head separate from each other? Because there's a beaker, and you couldn't fit the skull in the beaker. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite big enough. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, it seems to be like gibberish, but he's really excited, but like really uh, stressed about something. Like it's a, it's a panicked gibberish kind of thing. Uh, I don't understand what you're there saying. Could you could you maybe pull yourself together a little more quickly there, Karen? And uh, in your head, you kind of uh, you kind of just get a vision of like um, fiery wings, but okay. it doesn't it doesn't like stay. It's just fiery wings, and and then the water settles, and it's just like he's exhausted. Are we talking sriracha or yeah, <laughs> yeah? It's uh, Bobby Wing from Wings. It's a great thought there, Karen, but I can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> Sure wish I could. Do you want to give me some fiery wings? I don't I don't quite know what what I'm supposed to do with this piece of information. What exactly is your PhD? <laughs> I can't fly, can't do biology. What the fuck? Well, the only I mean, thing she knows about is Arctic eels, okay? Yeah. The Arctic eel expert. <laughs> I deal with I deal with small things. I'm here for the pathogens that might come out of the ice. Right. <laughs> How much of those poisons? Uh, so as as like, are you talking out loud to Karen? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as a, uh, um, as as Billy Joe, just like I can't fly. I'm like, well, you're gonna fucking need to. We gotta jump off the side of this boat. Uh, I mean, obviously we can rappel down on the crane, but we're gonna have to go up and head across the boat. Are you over the radio? Or are you? Sh- I'm with no, you guys. he's there. The three of you guys are together right now. Oh, yeah. you done did startle me there. Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> I opened up the door and said, get Karen and let's go. <laughs> well, I thought you were over, like, an intercom system oh, on the boat. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm in here. This is fine. Yeah. yeah. This is the last scene. Yep. And you guys are, the three of you are all together. Mm-hmm. With Karen. We all need to get off this boat. So do that. <laughs> I do that. Right. Right. Hey, uh, good game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would. I think I would just kind of like direct them to how I got down into the lower deck. Okay, but you guys know there's a monster looking at us. Yeah, there's a monster lurking yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, the monster now that you've kind of gotten a better look at it when it knocked around the corner, it took a feminine form um, with like a forked tail. <sighs> It looks okay. it looks familiar, but you don't know what it's from. Sweet. Succubus. Okay. So a succubus mul- plural. Mm-hmm. Succubus. Right. So one of the succubi. <laughs> it also um, could be um get G name. That's the part I had. Glurk. Glark with a K H. Hey, Marco, you got anything relatively heavy we could make some noise that direction? Just throw it across the room and distract the thing? So I look around and I see a microscope. scope. Probably worth a good chunk of money. Okay, but like, let's remember where we're at. There's a room, there's a hallway in front of it, there's only one exit of the room. He's walking down the hallway. I guess she is. It is. I, I do wish you wouldn't throw the microscope. Can see you looking at it. That's not. It's not really a great exit plan. And uh, and Bill Joe here would be mighty upset if you wrecked her microscope. I don't care about Billy Joe's feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> that ice cream thief has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and Clark picks up the microscope and just tosses it as hard as he can. 
Billy yeah. Joe is going to tackle you. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you throw it? Uh, down the hallway. Okay. Rather down the hallway. Uh, so the female fe- uh, creature kind of looks in that direction and, and starts heading there. See? It worked. Billy Joe still decks you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got to grab, like, the boiling beaker of, uh... Yep. Karen? <laughs> she does that. Roll a die. How are you carrying it? Four. Every four out of four of the positive die, you will take a damage. You're holding a hot beaker. You're okay for this round. Um, and you only have four health. Get my pops. Get some other mitts. Uh, yeah, actually, like, that just seems like a smart idea. Like, grab a lab coat and wrap it around the bottom <laughs> of the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Trip, like, grabs a lab coat, like, you should wrap that up. Okay. <laughs> okay, Joe is just being like, holding it, like, that's <laughs> uh, Yeah, and then he starts leading the way to where he came from for trying to get to the upper deck. Remember where you came from. Um, Go back to where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys end up going there, and uh, as you're about to turn a corner, um, like these wings start sprouting out of the back. Like it's it's been changing the entire time, but now these wings have started forming out of the back of this creature, and you notice it looks as it uh, as it grows some hair, and it looks to the noise of like a door closing. Um, and you guys both, you guys all recognize the face of that lady that stopped you on the dreadnought. So, Glacia. Yeah. Yeah. Trip's gonna be like, oh, hey, I think it's Glacia. I, she seems really angry. We should just keep going. Uh, alright, Karen, I see the, I see the fiery wings you were trying to tell me about, but how do we get to you back into, like, a bod form where you could be of some use? Uh, you're holding, how are you holding the, the stuff that his body is in? Uh, it's wrapped up in a lab coat, okay. and she's cradling it like somebody who doesn't know how to hold a baby would hold a baby. <laughs> so like like this kind of thing. With like the because the listener can't see what the like this was, um, like one hand underneath and one hand supporting where like the top of the beaker is, and like holding the head on this, the way you would hold a baby's head on, okay. and then <laughs> just like a little too far away from its body. Oh, so it's not t- it's not on your body. No. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, it's sorry. <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't seem to respond. Uh, the the water in the beaker is slowly starting to swirl again, but it seems to be taking its toll on him. Um, and as it stands right now, uh, Glacia turns, and as uh, as Trip closes the door, there's like a blast of fire behind it. And, like, you see the heat that's emanating from the metal door that you... Because it's a closed and locked door kind of thing, like a something. Um, and it just, like, it turns red hot for a second. Uh, and then you hear her, uh, mar- like, charging at the door as you guys head away. Um, but, yeah, he doesn't respond. Okay. Well, I'm just going to book it after... Greg face. <laughs> Go Greg face. <laughs> so, uh, as a little bit later, you guys get to, like, the the vehicle bay, and... Uh, I thought we were just jumping over the side of this. Oh, no, the crane's there. That okay. Yeah, you have to get up to the crane and climb gotcha, down. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Did you get up to go down? Yep, gotta get up, get up, get, go down. Um... And you guys get in there at a at a full sprint, and you guys tra- uh, follow Trip onto the 
onto the, like the catwalk going up. When you guys like, it'd be like a ladder or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So when that's happening, how does the body of Karen get transported? We got climbing a up a ladder. Um, Dawn is going to fashion it into like the lab coat into a sort of sling using the sleeves of the coat to like tie it around her while using the rest of the body of the lab coat to sort of cradle the, okay. the beaker. Okay. So yeah, you get that up and you get his his skull kind of goes in the, the spot there. And you guys climb up uh, to the crane and just getting to the, the catwalk outside, you, you notice that uh, behind you there's a big noise as Glacia like kicks a door in. And appear and like charges out, and her big wings start sprouting, like big fiery wings start sprouting from her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are just like at the edge of the of the catwalk, and you see the the vehicle pulling up, and you see uh, you see her jump into the air as you guys are heading down to like rappel down the side, uh, and she's getting into the air. And, She's already starting chanting um, something that was similar when another fireball flew at you. Um, you need to dodge. Yeah, you need to dodge. Um, Are you yeah. doing it? No, not yet. Jeff. I'm waiting till you roll. <laughs> <laughs> I've been okay. hanging on to these dice for this moment. <laughs> Tied. <laughs> Alright, this is basically whether you make it off the boat or not. Mine ends positively. Oh yeah, she is. Oh, that's true. That's true. So y'all. <laughs> yeah, you you guys as a fireball flies in and you guys rappel down, the the crane gets torn to shit as the fireball hits it, and you guys can climb into the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And as you guys are all clustered in, um, Karen starts to swirl um, <laughs> a little bit faster in his little beaker, and the glass starts to break, and then you see his uh, his head kind of shift. And finally, you all hear his voice and like, do you realize I'm made of water? Cold is not my friend. <laughs> and then it kind of envelops everyone. And the colors start swirling as, as his body turns into the colors of the, of the zapping. And, and his skull kind of floats in the middle and he's just glaring at PJ, <laughs> being like, put me in a fridge <laughs> made of water. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> And all, uh, you feel your souls being ripped out of the uh, out of the hosts that you have. All right, cool. So Parko is no more. Well, Parko is no more. Our bodies are still there. So Janet, Greg, Leo, Clark, and B- and Billy Joe. Are now sitting there. Let's find out what happens to them. So everyone will have their dice now they've collected throughout the game. Roll them. If you have two colors, take the biggest number minus the smaller number, and that will be your result. Does anybody other than me have all of one color? I do. Yeah. Ooh. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so my result is negative 13. Tyler, do you know what yours is? Wouldn't yours be physical 13? Well, negative. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's gonna be, be physical. physical 13. It's gonna be physical, yeah. yes. So, but, yeah. Mine's physical 1. 
Okay. Or sorry, two physical two. Okay. Like how? <laughs> I rolled a six on my mental. Uh, Amanda, uh, I've got a sweet, sweet twenty-one. Holy crap! Mental twenty-one. Mental twenty-one. Jeff, what'd you get? I got six blue. Okay. Physical six. All right, and Nathan, what'd you get? I got a mental thirteen. Okay. Wow, that's some pretty good rolls in there. But higher than I thought a lot of that was going to go. So, let's tell what that's going to be. EJ is better for having Dom around. <laughs> so, Greg, you got a plus 13? Mm-hmm. Actually, this is going to be the same for both you and Billy Joe, because the highest score that you can get in the positive mental is 13 plus. You are fan-fucking-tastic. It's fat times ahead, safe and secure. That thing that would make your life better, oh, you got it. Absolutely, and then some, and then some more. Enjoy it. So I'll figure what that means. But, um, okay. Just the lifetime supply of ice cream sandwiches. Alright, so Tyler. I feel like we've created a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) So Clark got two. Two physical. Yep. So two physical, brutal, wounds that will never heal, for stutters, stuff sawed off, blown off, or burned off on your way to grand ignominious failure. Kiss whatever you care about goodbye. You may die, but you may not. So I think this might tie into uh, Dom's desire. Billy Joe's. Billy Joe's. He's dying in front of her. She's like, fuck yeah. Straight <laughs> <laughs> okay. fireball. For uh, so Leo. name was on the murder mm. list, right? Yeah. For Leo. A score for six to seven is pathetic. You'll Me. you'll suffer. Oh dear God, will you suffer? And everyone will know of your of your malfeasance. 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 That's what it is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's like good feasance, but the opposite. Oh, okay. okay. Sweet. That helps. Malfeasance. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. It's from the French. <laughs> hey, okay. Everyone will know of your malfeasance, whatever that is. Your stupidity. Your lack of common sense and decency. You're probably going to be locked up, too. So I think for Leo, I think just the stress of having this. another mind in him kind of broke him. And, like, all the things, like, that video eventually makes it out mm-hmm. somehow. And, like... Okay. Well, that's basically because I said so minus, so... Mine uh, for Black 13, which I had 13. Awesome. Insanely great. You will emerge not only unscathed, <laughs> but if there's a girl involved, she's dropping her drawers, and you might even get rich off this caper. Who knows? Time for a new ride. So, yeah, let's talk about how this all So, <laughs> um, so I guess since uh, Janet and Greg's scores were really high, <laughs> and Leo's was not, maybe that worked out for Janet and Greg. Mm-hmm. I think I think for Greg maybe like Leo's Leo's breakdown and just like maybe potential s- completely separating himself from the scenario or anything that would be seen as stressful would be a positive like the best case scenario for Greg. <laughs> we had a really shitty breakup and then this all happened. Continued hookups afterwards, <laughs> which was just stressful. <laughs> Yeah. I think Leo spends the rest of his life trying to prove the existence of all the things that went on, and there's absolutely no evidence of any of it. Other than, like, a ship full of, like, people Dead that died. People? Yeah. That have been, like, and an icebreaker quarant- in the quarantined by 
military scientist. Yeah, and, yeah it's a, and no one believes his story. They all just think that he has some kind of, like, psychosis from... So, I'm going to say Clark didn't quite make it out. Maybe in a fit of rage of us getting away from Glacia, who knows. There was a stray fireball that well, I was gonna hit him. I was going to say, man. Or you, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Billy Joe's experience of having another mind inside with hers sort of... So she's an assassin? Yeah, an assassin as well. Um, sort of solidified for her that nothing really matters. And so, uh, it was... nihilist? <laughs> yep. It was mentally positive for Billy Joe that she can now, without any sort of guilty conscience, complete her murder list. And I believe <laughs> Clark is at the top of that. Yep. <laughs> a very awkward car ride back. <laughs> well, it's only awkward for a couple of seconds, and then she kills him. Yeah, Greg's like, could you stop stabbing the body? You're getting blood all over the place. <laughs> the is just okay with Clark dying. <laughs> you you want to be added to the list? I think for, like, Janet... The oh, whole... no, I'm fine with what you're doing. <laughs> I think for Janet, the whole experience was just like a complete eye opener. For she's like, I don't want to be a stupid, just chem lab assistant. I could do better things, and I think it helps her develop like a sense of confidence. Like I've been through the worst shit possible. Nothing could possibly be worse. Fuck it, and she just goes on and actually goes and starts doing her own research into things, like trying to like maybe she managed to get away with a small sample of what Karen was, and is trying to use it to develop like new technology for healing, and maybe she yeah. Develops some sort of like healing serum and that helps her Based recover. On demon technology. Yeah. <laughs> do the do the four of us stay friends after this experience since we're the only ones who understand what the other ones have been through? I think we try to like stay in contact, but I think like especially one day Clark just stops responding. I don't think he made it past the. Yeah. No. I don't think he made it past the. <laughs> yeah, he, didn't right? make, yeah. he didn't make it back off of the return ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of my big stressors is that you guys are not acknowledging what happened. Yeah. To me, at the very least. Like, you don't want to talk about it with me. Yeah, those, like, get, those get-togethers, like, you know, Leo stops coming or we stop inviting him, and we're just, or it's like, God, has anyone talked to Leo lately? Like... Go with the confidence. Did you end up proposing to Greg? Sure. <laughs> I get yeah. real new-agey about the whole thing. <laughs> okay, and the final thing is, so we all have dice now. We go around the table, and for each die, you, um... Basically, give a montage of something that happened to your character afterwards. It could be any period of time afterwards, and you just put that in the center, and we just go around until we all out of die. It doesn't matter what color they're. No, this doesn't matter. You can, if you want to like be like like it says that you can do it by color to determine if it's you know if you want negative or positive, but or you, I think we could just do a memory or not a memory, but an event with each one. Well, it'd be a memory of Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like different scenes of like, this is his family, how he remembered he was alive. <laughs> and this is his, his daughter that was left behind. Well, you can, you can, you can also do, you just to choose flashbacks as well to what happened beforehand and like tie things together. So you could be like, you know, when Clark was a kid, all he wanted to do was. Yo, trip the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um, a montage moment of Greg. And Clark, in their first research assignment, and Greg comes in with... You mean Greg and Leo? Greg and Leo. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Greg and my character, whose name I totally remember, is Leo. Cleork. Cleork. Um, and uh, and it's just Greg saying, hey, we got this great opportunity to work on this research ship in the Arctic. 
I think it's going to be really good for our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Um, the first thing Billy Joe does after getting back onto the ship is stocking the lab mini fridge with ice cream sandwiches. You go back on the trip on the ship. Does the ship function after everything that happened? Oh, I don't know. Where have we gone? I figured right well, the whole crew's dead. Not the whole crew, but I figured during Glacia's charge to try and get to. Oh, you said you said you were doing research again. I just oh yeah, I figured I figured your... we fucked off and never like even looked back and just oh sure. Um, In that case, your new lab the ship is killing <laughs> yeah. everyone slowly. Oh, maybe you took the ship back over. I don't know. <laughs> Wherever she ends up, she stocks the fridge with mini sandwiches, <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. Okay. Um, a flashback of the story of Clark and Griswold. They knew each other pretty well. And it was such an off-putting or weird sensation for him to see that Clark and Marco tainted a different person. Cat? We will acknowledge that Clark Griswold was the name of Chevy Chase's character in National Lampoon's Vacation, right? (laughs) (laughs) He just did. Okay. (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, Nope. All right. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a memory of Janet when she first got on the boat the first time she met Greg. Um, did we establish how that happened before or no? Mm-mm. Okay. It was um, like unrequited. Yes, it was. So, uh, Janet had been on the boat for like a couple weeks and her Dr. Bob was just terrible and she didn't really get along with a lot of scientists and stuff like that and she was in the cafeteria and she was just eating by herself and she saw this guy with a really nice butt just like, oh, that's a cute butt, but she didn't say anything and she just focused on reading and then he came and sat with her and he was the first person to try to talk to her. Was it a meat cute? Yeah, it was a total meat cute. Um, because he had a meaty butt. That's a cute meaty butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a, uh, a small kind of callback to maybe the start of the breakdown between Leo and Greg and him talking, having an honest conversation with Leo about his sex addiction. <laughs> oh, Leo's sex addiction or Greg's? Leo's. Leo's. Okay. Leo. Okay. <laughs> I assume Leo didn't take kindly <laughs> Did not. <laughs> because you haven't been displaying that sex edition with me. <laughs> um. Wait, I thought we said Leo had the sex edition. He does. Okay. Oh! Yeah. Leo has the sex edition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you showed up with wine and right, and right, like, right. Um, I kicked her out. You, but I'm you think you just have a really I took, nice sex drive? I, I, yeah. I literally just took what you said to me as in like, yeah, I know, I I know, I like having sex. You don't like having sex enough, and I was like, I feel like that would be a, a response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cut to uh, Leo in a, a mental institution with all kinds of, like, sketches of, like, Karen and the monster and, like, just, like, scrawled with, like, charcoal onto the walls and, like, just trying to, like, figure out... The red string. The red string, yeah. <laughs> if they allow you to have string in your cell in a mental institution, then yes. Who is P.P. Martin? <laughs> or what, what's the... Oh, uh, Sunny? P.P. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billy Joe ends up uh, in the bio lab in the same facility as where Jack ends up, and Janet Janet, Janet ends up, and uh, she has a locked deep freeze that uh, 
She just doesn't explain to anybody. Janet <laughs> <laughs> <it> doesn't ask. <laughs> it's ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, she just assumes it's your ice cream sandwiches session. Um, sort of like a, a flash, like you know, memory, like the the memorial for you know, uh, or maybe like the memories of the memorial, the good times that people had with Clark was you know maybe some of the oxygen binges or mm-hmm. pranks that we pulled as hoodlums <laughs> on the ship. Boobs. <laughs> um, I was like. 17 years later, and Jack is on a stage accepting the Nobel Peace Prize. And she's giving her speech, and she's like, you know, I can never thank Billy Joe and Greg enough for being there, and the people that couldn't be here, like Leo and most of our, most of our Clark. We never would have got this far, we never would have did this much without them. Billy Joe claps, but kind of scoffs at Clark's bench. <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> Greg... Uh, just flash forward to Greg uh, starting a communications firm, sort of building new technology and trying to figure out, let's go with uh, proper, rebuilding proper procedures for communications between uh, science outposts and, and the rest of the world. How many fire extinguishers on each floor? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Most um, of them are empty. <laughs> <laughs> They're just those little, like, uh, CO2 grenades. Like, yeah. yeah. Nothing, you, nothing you could kill somebody with. <laughs> um, Alright. Many, many years later, um, Leo has uh, ac- accepted what the doctors have told him, that this is all just a construct to deal with the, the, the horror of you know, the survivor's guilt. The, the crew that didn't make it and, and sort of all this stuff, whatever kind of cover-up story was, was, was placed on this. And he's finally made it out of the institution. He's got his life back on track. He's he's renting a, a single room um, above, uh, like, in a, in a house, sort of a halfway house for people in his sort of situation. And the TV's on, and it's the, the melting of the polar ice caps has dislodged the ship and it's the first images of just the like horror that actually happened on this ship, and the last twenty plus years of recovery have all been alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he just breaks down. Damn. Uh, I got I got a negative mental role, right? So yeah. Billy Joe sure does talk to herself a lot in the future, okay. hoping that Dom might respond still. <laughs> Clark doesn't talk a lot to himself anymore. <laughs> it's just his gravestone sitting there. Or no, does he even get a grave? Yeah. Well, man. What? That's a memory. What about a time when you guys were friends? Share a memory from when you and Billy Joe were friends. Okay. Um, maybe that we were... I had helped you, being, you know, security access, be able to gain access to, I don't know, maybe the kitchen or something like that, and you got to ask some ice cream sandwiches. You got her the job on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and even that better. She wasn't actually employed, she was just actually bringing onto the ship. <laughs> I don't know if that would work, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Alright, it's like 40 years later, and... Every so often, Janet still wakes up in cold sweats, thinking that her limbs are being torn off. And she never has told Greg, but almost every night she still has nightmares of everything that happened, including things that didn't happen to her, but happened to Jack. And things of tentacles and monsters and her friends killing themselves. Why well, I have dreams like that. <laughs> Not in good ways. 
end of what happened, and you know, like just horrible things that could gone right together. She never tells anybody. They always believe you. <laughs> She's secretly scared she'll turn into Leo if she ever acknowledges it. He's, he's a poster boy. There's <laughs> <laughs> so many left. Yeah. Yeah, I think Nathan got them today. So, Greg um, kind of flashed to uh, the last time Greg ever worked a late night shift. Um, on the boat or? Nope, on, in, with, with his new company. He notices that it's around 11 o'clock. And he finishes typing up his report and saving it. And he kind of heads out to, heads out of his office and he sees uh, a fire extinguisher just before he's leaving, going into the elevator. And he has this flashback of Leo bludgeoning the commander. And he kind of shakes his head and he, he thinks for a bit and his heart's racing and he's like, nope, nope. And he kind of, goes into the elevator and he's coming down from like the hundredth floor of this building and when the elevator opens on the first floor he's sitting and he's kind of like shaking on the elevator floor uh, and he kind of like pokes his head out into the lobby doesn't see anybody and he just runs out the front door. Okay. You're out of things? I'm out of things. Um, uh, I missed. No, that's... I missed. Oh, Eventually, in her apartment, sets up a very large aquarium where she keeps an arctic eel she names Dom. <laughs> <laughs> you do a ghost of Clark? <laughs> ghost of Clark. <laughs> Flash forward, still dead. <laughs> <laughs> still like the shaman from South Park. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe. A time before he met every single one of everybody before, you know, where he's trying to see the different positions he could do as a for a security job, trying to make his way. He he very nearly didn't take that job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two different positions to go for. And it was the other thing back to you know, even join the navy and see the world. So he went for it. He saw part of the world. <laughs> so the end of the world as he knows it. <laughs> Because he <laughs> <Cause> he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Um, I think after having Trip in Greg's, inside him, you inside him, him, inside him for <laughs> for just long enough, um, <laughs> we get to a point where Greg kindly, uh, sorry, kindly, uh, kind of gives in to his urge to buy a plane and start tinkering with it. <laughs> That's the time, last one. Yeah. Um, Clark. Had a massive life insurance policy on himself. Who gets it? Griswold did. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> they were best friends. <laughs> and um, flashback to when Greg was a kid. One of the coolest things that he felt like he ever did was hang out with his dad on a naval ship. His dad was a communications officer. Mm. And that is fiasco. Shit went so wrong. <laughs> <laughs>